And when I talked to my brother, he said, man, God is dealing with me with expansion. And so God thought it would be uh, humorous to him to have both of us go to lunch. That was not a good thing. Um, <laughs> we were inside of Seasons of Japan talking about the season God was giving us. And the stuff that God was releasing to us was just remarkable. I want you to touch your neighbor, tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, this is definitely your year. If you believe it. Okay, you got to talk to somebody who's going to agree with you. This is definitely going to be your year. If you believe it. Now, here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about this. Father, we thank you for what you have already done, but what you're getting ready to do and allow us to embrace in this place. The season of expectancy is over. It's time for the no. And so, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that these ones in this house today will, God, wake up with the no. That, Father God, we can be about our Father's business. In Jesus' name we pray. Put your hands together and give God a glorious praise. So, 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 so what, what, what God is saying to us in this season in 2017 is, is that the year of expectancy was last year. And when we were expecting God to do some things, that means we were on the lookout to, to pretty much see if God was who he said he was in our lives. We had to have an assurance. Am I talking to somebody? We had to have an assurance that we were serving the right God or, or the God we were talking about was the God that was on our side. Okay, I'm not going to get too many people talking to me right now, but you're going to understand in just a few minutes. But since we have, he has done some things for us in 2016 to, to pretty much bring notoriety to himself that he is who he say he was in our lives. Now it's time for us to come to the place that we come to the know that what he has already set up in his promises will be released to us simply on we know him and not we expect in him. Wait, wait a minute, okay, somebody going to talk to me in just a second. I need to know him in order for the promises to actually agree with doing anything for me. Here's the thing, is that in the beginning, God said, let us make man in our own image. Now, if we don't understand that we got to be in the image of God, nothing will actually appear or appeal to us or answer us if we do not look like who we supposed to look like. The earth didn't give way to just anybody. It gave way to God. Okay, ain't nobody going to say nothing. It did not give way to anything. It gave way to God. Look at your neighbor and say, the earth is not going to give just to anybody. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, you just anybody. Because if you just anybody, the earth is just not going to give to just anybody. The earth is going to give to the ones who look like God. Those ones who have the characteristics of God. And watch this. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in. So the earth is not worrying about flesh. The earth is looking for the spirit. Okay, y'all. Okay, okay. we're we going we gonna to talk in just a second. Go to Psalms 37 and 23. Psalms 20, 37 and 23. 
I'm going to try to do this the way the Holy Ghost is leading me to do it. How you doing, Sister Portia? God bless you. You know I love you. Psalms 37 and 23 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Uh, I got to throw in 24. Though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, even if you fall, you ain't going to hurt yourself. Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay, ain't nobody going to talk. Lord Jesus, this is going to get good right on. It's already good right now. Finding delight in expansion. Finding delight in expansion. Because I want you to understand that expansion is not going to be an easy transition. It sounds easy than it will look. And when you're talking about expansion, you're talking about stretching. Oh, Lord. I, I feel the Holy Ghost already. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, how expandable you are. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. How, 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 how expandable you are willing to let God stretch you because here's the thing is, is that you're not going to stretch yourself. You're going to have to let God. Boy, I feel him already. You're going to have to let God put his hand on you and stretch you. You know what that brings me back to? Jeremiah, I need you to go down to the potter's house, and I need you to look inside the window, and I need you to look at the potter working the work on the wheel. He had to do something with the clay. He didn't just mold the clay. He expected and in order for God to get the right shape, that means he got to bend you, he got to press you and expand you so he can shape you into what he needs you to be. I wish I had some people in here say, Lord, put your hand on me. Oh, put your hand on me, ain't going to feel good all the time. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Because, see, we want to feel good, God, but God said, in order for you to feel good, I'm going to have to mess your feelings up so... Y'all sit down. We just talking. I, you know, we just talking. Sit down. Enough of, enough of this feel-good God. We don't want to receive him unless he makes us feel good. But with God, God said, my finished work won't be finished until I mess with your emotions sometimes. I called you to think that things ain't going to work out. Oh, Lord, this ain't right. There's some good stuff already. I'll make you believe that things are not going to be as I said it's going to be. Why? Because I need to stretch your emotions. And so, so when I started looking at progress, progressive movement, I said, what are you trying to have me to say to the people, God, what are you trying to tell me? Because you know we the first partakers of the fruit. We, 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 don't, we don't try to find words for you. I don't know about you, but I'm trying to find a word for me. I need to get through this. 
Okay, ain't nobody talking to me. I, I'm not trying to find a word for somebody. I'm trying to get a word for me because I got to make it through this world that I'm a part of, that I'm in, but I'm not a part of, but I still got to function through this here. Amen, somebody. So he says to me, he says, progressive, progressive. So I went and I looked at the, the definition. The definition of progressive is a person that is implementing or advocating a social reform or new uh, um, literal ideas. So reform is a movement, the, the reform movement is a kind of social movement that aims to make a gradual change or a change in certain aspects of society. So what God is saying to me is, is he's saying, not just in the natural world and society, I'm going to make a gradual move and change. He says, I'm going to start the gradual move and change in my kingdom. Oh, y'all ain't going to say, wait. Wait a minute, that's going to mess some people up because I don't know about you, but when I'm looking at kingdom, I don't see what kingdom really looks like. I don't see what kingdom really supposed to produce in folk who's saying that they're kingdom. And so I'm coming into a gathering halting between two opinions. And if I'm halting between two opinions, I'm out of the will of God. So I want you to tap your neighbor and say, neighbor... I need to look at you because there's a determination I got to make in the factor. Are you a wheat or you a tear? Oh, Lord. Are you a wheat or are you a tear? Because I cannot identify kingdom in a tear. Oh, we're going to go somewhere in just a second. We're going to. We're going to go somewhere in just a second. I promise you we're going to get there. It is not this ra rapid movement, but it is, a, it is a progressive movement that is distinctive that God said, I'm not trying to hide this thing from you. I'm going to make it so distinctive that the ones who say they kingdom going to look at you and say, wait a minute, we ain't looking the same. Well, I wish I was. I wish I was. See, you're going to be able to come inside of the sanctuary and there ain't no cover-up because what's inside of you is going to tell if it's inside of the other one. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Look at your neighbor and say, this is a distinctive thing. <laughs> you got to be able to tell the difference in what is holy and what is not. Un tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor your dance ain't going to do it no more. Tell them, say, your running ain't going to do it no more. Your speaking in tongues ain't going to do it no more. Because I realize that the devil got a tongue too. But if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you will parade a tongue around in your church that's causing curses to come on your church. Boy, I wish I had some believers in here. Look, look, look. Look, sit down, sit down. We just, we just talking. Watch this, watch this. It's a distinctive movement. Watch this. Isaiah 43 and 18 says this. It says, remember ye not the formal things, watch this, neither consider the things of old. Wait a minute. This distinctive move and change, this gradual move is going to move out the old stuff. That
that you're not going to even remember that stuff no more. Oh, Lord, y'all going to catch this right here in a minute. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. Watch this here. Watch this. The progressive movement means a social reform or a new. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. So that means God is getting ready to do something in the new. Now, watch this. We say getting ready to do, but he's already. So the mistake we're making is, it's still trying to get God to make us ready when God say, I'm already ready for you. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Tap your neighbor and say, God's ready for you. He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Watch this. And he says, watch this. He says, a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Wait a minute. So that means that this thing is going to fly up out of you. It's just going to come up out of you. It's going to spring forth out of you. It's not going to even be your choice. I believe the word says that the water that's going to come out of your belly is going to be springing up like living water. In other words, it's not your responsibility to bring it up. It's God's responsibility because he that begins a good work. Tell your neighbor, this ain't got nothing to do with you. This got everything to do with God. If you allow God to get inside of you, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God is your reasonable service. All God needs is a few people to say, here I am. Oh, ain't nobody saying nothing. Tap your neighbor say, are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Okay, y'all. Sit down. We just, sit down. We just talking. We just talking. I'm, I'm getting out your way now. I'm getting out your way. Yes, he says, watch this. I like this. It's going to spring forth. And shall ye not know it? In other words, what he said is, how you going to be in the dark and something I'm going to do in you? Now, the reason, watch this, Deke, the reason for the springing forth is because the position God going to have you in, you're going to be the conduit for him to bring forth what needs to come out of. He says in the wilderness, check your scripture, he says in the wilderness and the desert, I'm going to tell you about this expansion. God's going to expand you, but he's going to expand you in territory that has no life. He's going to put you in places that looks dead and destituted for nothing to live. And he's going to put you there and you're going to spring up what everybody is needing. Tell your neighbor like Jake said, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. He's not sending you in places to get life. He's sending you in places to give life. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you got what it takes. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, God say you got what it takes. You ain't got to play around. You don't need no more profits. You don't need hands laid on you. You don't need nobody to breathe on you. It's in your belly, out of your belly. Oh, Lord, help me. What's in we're just talking. We're just talking. Listen. Listen, so, so he says, I ain't through with you. I said, so, so, so what, you, what else you done? He said, he says, it's, it's a social reform, a new, and he said, liberal ideas. I said, liberal ideas. So, you know, take me to school, God, because, you know, help me out. God says, open to new behavior 
or uh, uh, options and willing to discard traditional values. Let me say that one more time. Open to new behaviors and options and willing to discard traditional values. So what he said was, I'm getting ready to allow you to see what I set up for you. I need you to step into this new behavior. Because the only way they're going to know that I'm distinctively moving and using you is that your behavior is different from theirs. Because see, let me show you something. If you start going against tradition, you will find out how much people love you and how much people are for you when you're going against their tradition. Ain't getting get too many claps. Ain't getting too many claps. See, they tell your neighbor, say, you got an option. It's God's option. Oh, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. And God's option going to make you aggravate folk. God's option going to make you unpopular. Ain't nobody going to say nothing. Oh, I see why you brought me here, brother. I see why God told me to come here. Yeah, 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 because if you getting in this thing for popularity, and you getting in this thing because you want a name for yourself, I'm going to slowly tell you that you're not going to get that. What you're going to get is everything that you don't want. Matter of fact, Paul put it like this. He put it like this, Portia. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but it's Christ that lives. There's a different life I got to live now. The only way that your behavior is going to change is you get, like the scriptures say, any man be in. Oh, no, not around Christ, not on the side of Christ, not behind Christ, not before Christ. If you get in Christ, then you will become a new creature. All things are passed away. Y'all looking at me like something wrong with me. It says, watch this. It has to be an open, open. Tell your neighbor, say, open yourself to this. Oh, come on, somebody. Tell them, say, open yourself to this. Uh-huh, you got to be open to this. I believe Paul was open to this in Philippians 3 and 7. He says, but what things were gained to me, those I count lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless. That means that I'm not going to doubt in this because if I get rid of the stuff that will make me doubt, then all I got to do is step in what he told me. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you got to get rid of some stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't wait for the prophet. Prophesy to yourself. Ain't nobody going. Ain't nobody going. There's some good stuff right here. Look at yourself in the mirror and cast out what's in you. Oh, ain't nobody going to talk to me. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. Enough dressing up the mess and coming in and trying to camouflage like you who God called you to be. But look in the mirror and say, I declare you're going to stop lying. I declare you're going to stop living the fire. I declare ain't nobody going to say nothing. Watch this. Watch this. God says there needs to be a discarding of traditional values. People are valuing traditional stuff that's not profiting. 
and we're trying to figure out why the church is not moving is because we're valuing stuff that is not bringing nothing to the ministry. And so God says, I need some folk to be able to be bold enough, have the tenacity enough to say, no, I'm not going to do that because that's not bringing what God wants it to bring. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. And so now what you're going to find out is, is you're going to find out preachers ain't putting on clarity robes no more and getting inside the pulpit. The clergy robes going in the closet. The collars going in the closet. Because the Bible said, go ye into all the world. And we can't go sitting behind the pulpit. Preaching to myself. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, your seat is just for a moment. No picking no seats. You ever came to a church and the person sit in the same seat every Sunday and you kind of scared to even go to the seat because you're going to get told off if you go... We have made ourselves comfortable in the seat. But God says, my judgment will come to my house first. Let me tell you what happened in the book of Acts. He told them to go up in the upper room until they endow with power on high. And once they got the power, they had supposed to go out abroad. But they wanted to stay in Jerusalem. But then God caused persecution to come. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you better move before God sends something you don't want. When you don't move, when he gave you power and you don't take it where it needs to go, he will send something to move you from where you got comfortable at. See, let me, see some of y'all sitting there looking like I don't know what he's talking about. Listen, listen, you might be on the praise team, but that's not your assignment. You might be on the dicking board, but that's not your assignment. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You might be an evangelist, but that's not your assignment. You're supposed to live like Christ in dead areas. And somebody's supposed to be, be resurrected off of your lifestyle. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. It's funny how we keep each other in the, in the building. We sing songs to each other. We prophesy to each other. We give word to each other. But we already got Christ. But when we gonna come in one day and, and can pastor come in one day and say, everybody put your stuff down. This Sunday we going to witness. Can he come in and say, we're going to win souls for Christ today. Hang your coats up. Put your pocketbooks down. Let's go out into the community. Some of y'all in here looking right now to say, boy, I'll be finding another church too because I ain't come to church for that. I come to church to get a word from God. Haven't you got enough word you ain't used yet? Okay. Oh, Lord Jesus. I'm going to get in trouble. He says, somebody shout, be open to this. Be open to this. Watch what he says. He says, I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. So he says, he says, a liberal cis idea. 
So when I looked up idea, it means satisfying. Satisfying one's concept of what is perfect and most suitable. Let me say that one more time. It means satisfying one's concept of what is perfect, most suitable. So in other words, we have a concept of what's supposed to be perfect, but in, in some aspect, we have it existing in our imagination, and it will not come to fruition. It will never come to fruition it would just be stuck in our imagination but what God said is this with this liberal idea and me changing your your behavior in the kingdom that very thing that's stuck in your imagination about me I'm going to make it come to pass where others thought it wouldn't come to pass let me show you how powerful imaginations are it was so powerful that God got mad because men were having it and it wasn't having it about him. Y'all remember in Genesis, the Bible says because their hearts and their imaginations were wicked continually, he says, I destroyed a whole world because their imaginations was not about me. It was about somebody else. And God said, I'm wanting you to imagine me because what you can get in your mind, then it will, it will be. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. He says, I can do exceedingly abundantly above. Y'all ain't talking to me. Above what you can ask or think according to what is already in you. And so if you imagining God doing big things, if you imagining God expanding, then God gonna take what you imagining about him and he say, I ain't gonna let it be a figure of your imagination. I'm gonna bring this thing tangible. Ain't nobody talking in here. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you gotta think bigger. You gotta think bigger. So which that brings me to your first thing here in expansion vision. Genesis chapter 2. Let me show y'all something real quickly. He told me to tell Pastor Paul, he said, tell my history. So I said, all right. So watch what he says. He says in Genesis 2 and 5, watch the strategic steps God takes. Watch the stage he set up because in this progressive movement, it also says in its adjective form, it means happen, happen, not going to happen. It's happening. Oh, I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now. So in this stage you're sitting in right now when I'm preaching to you, God says it's not going to happen. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. It's already transpiring right now okay okay so he says tell my history because I need them to understand that in this procedure I'm going to walk with them that's why it's a gradual thing because I need you to know that I'm with you when I'm doing it oh yeah I wish I talked to somebody in here I want you to know that I'm with you when I do this with you so in Genesis chapter 2 and 5 he says and every plant of the field before it was in the earth watch this Paul and every herb of the field before it grew for God for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground watch verse 6 but they went up a mist from the earth and the waters and, and water the whole face of the earth and the Lord God formed somebody shout form it's a reform y'all God formed a man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life watch this deep and man became a living soul and God and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden and and there he put the man whom he had formed now what's all of this supposed to mean with vision God says he had already had the vision. 
And before he caused anything to come, he needed somebody to work his vision. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. He says, first of all, I need you to understand this. When I started talking about my vision in Genesis chapter 1, he said, I started talking about my vision. And he says, every seed that comes forth, watch this, mom, I love this. Every seed that comes forth, it got to bring forth of its own kind. So he said, Byron, what I need you to know is, is I am the first seed. I'm the first seed. And so for you to be in my likeness, in my image, he says, I had to become fruitful and make you. Ain't nobody going to talk to me in here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you wonderfully and fearfully made. Wait a minute. So he takes, he takes out of him being fruitful, he takes the seed. Because every, every fruit, there is a seed. Y'all ain't saying nothing. In every fruit, there is a seed. And so God says, I'm going to make you like me. So he dug inside of himself. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. And what he did was, from the dust, he allowed the particles to make a body. But here's the thing. The vision operates from the spirit. Not from the, y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. In order for the earth to behave, it has to recognize some matter from itself. Okay. Oh, y'all ain't gonna talk to me in here. In order for it to work, it has to see some matters from itself. And so the Bible says in the beginning, if y'all quote me if I'm wrong, quote me if I'm right. It says, in the beginning, the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters, and which means that the God got into special contact and relationship with the earth. Now the earth knew it had not the strength and ability to create itself. So what it did was it submitted to the God who was getting ready to expose what it could expose itself. What you're saying preacher, God's getting ready to allow you to step into what you need to see in your life once you get into the spirit. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody I hope I ain't losing nobody. Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor say your eyes is about to open. Your eyes is about to open. Watch this. He says I got the man and I made the man. And this is the thing that he says. I blew into the man's nostril. He said, I blew into the man's nostrils. He blew into the man's nostrils. What did he blow into the man's nostrils? The man had no vision. That's why he couldn't move. Okay, ain't nobody going to talk to me. Well, he told me, he said, well, if they don't say nothing, here comes something for you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Proverbs 29 and, and 18 says, where there is no vision, the people will perish. But, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So the man couldn't move or function because he had no vision. Until God blew into him vision, the man couldn't function. That's why you got so many people who are still walking around here, don't know what they're doing with their life, don't know if they got purpose with their life, because the vision has not been breathed inside. Tap oh, your neighbor, say, neighbor, you're getting ready to move. Oh, Lord Jesus, boy. Habakkuk 2 says, uh-huh, because he said he made us in his image, right? Habakkuk 2 says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, Paul. Write the vision, Leslie, and make it plain upon the tables, uh-huh, and that he may run that readeth it. So he says, I'm breathing in you two what my vision is for real life. And what I need you to do is write it out in those ones of real life who's connected to you, who belongs to you now. Everybody in real life might not be real life. I'm just going to be real with you. 
We got people just show up to church. We ain't, they ain't members. They just show up. You know what? God deals with covenant. He don't deal with show up. Oh, ain't nobody going to say nothing. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, are you in covenant or you just showed up? Because what you came in here with is what you're going to leave out with. But if you in covenant, you're going to get breathed a vision that's going to cause you to move into places and areas that you have been restricted from. Let me tell you something. The enemy made a graveyard specifically for you not to go in there because in your intellect, he told you that's where dead people get buried. But when God breathes a vision in you, God tell you to go inside of the graveyard, look around at the dead bones, and dig down in what I have put inside your belly. He asked the man of God, said, can these dry bones live? The man of God looked back and said, God, you know. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You got to come to the place that you know it ain't about you, but it's about the God in you. And when God asks you a question, you ought to give him an answer. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. And the Bible says he told him to call forth the four winds. That means you got control of the earth and the elements. That you can open up your mouth and call those things that be not as though they were. Why you still waiting for somebody to prophesy to you? Why you waiting for somebody to keep encouraging you? Some of you need to stand back and call the preacher out of yourself and say, I shall come forth. Okay, now sit down. Sit down. He says, I'm about done. I'm about done, boy. I feel a, re I feel a revival. I feel a revival. A revival coming. A revival coming. He says, the vision, the vision, the vision. He says he's breathing the vision that's going to cause us to make a strategic move, and it's going to be gradual. So, so he just don't want us to see it. He wants all the other ones to see it, too. Oh, he wants everybody to see your turn. He wants everybody to see every step you make. Now, you got you to gotta realize what he said in Psalms 37. He says, a good man steps. Now, wait a minute. You're not good before you make the step. You're good after you make the Okay, let me say that one more time. You're not good when you're taking the step. You're good after you. Okay. And the order, it says, and, and a good man steps in order. That order is, is cool, which means actually it means for you to be established. It also means set up. And so that means God has already set up what you need to step in. You ain't need, you don't even got to ask him. You don't have to beg him. You don't have to cry. You don't have to manipulate, brother. God already set it up for you. All he said is if you want to be good, step right there. If you want to be good, expect yourself right there. If you move with God, everything you do, because you know what God looking for? He looking to be able to step back again like he did in Genesis and say, that is. Watch this. Lord, why? What's the purpose of the step by step? Somebody shout, Lord, what's the purpose? of the step-by-step, step. because some of us want to run through this. Some of us want a season, but can't wait for the season. Okay, ain't nobody going to say nothing. 
Some of us want a return, but not waiting to wait for the return. He says the step-by-step, Deke, and the reason why we ought to be doing this step-by-step is to be fruitful. He does not want real life to expand and not be fruitful. He said from the beginning in Genesis 1 and 28, he says, let us make man in our own image. Watch this. God made sure he was fruitful first, for he invested into man to be fruitful. You can't expect somebody else to bring forth what you don't have brought forth for yourself. You can't challenge somebody to be fruitful and you're not fruitful. Wait a minute now. I'm, I'm telling you, let me, let me just deal with this thing deeply. People, people, when you're dealing with people, people can only deal with, with what they can see. So you are witnessing to them spirit, but they can't see spirit. And that's why God took the word, Jesus said in John chapter 6, 63, the flesh profiteth nothing. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me here. But it is the spirit that quickeneth. And the words that I speak unto you is spirit. Watch this, in life. So that means I can't see the spirit but I can see the flesh. The only profit that the flesh has is allowing the spirit to operate through it. So God knew that man wasn't just going to get this thing just by looking at it. He needed to see an image of what it came from. That's why a drug dealer can't get saved unless he see a drug dealer who was a drug dealer get saved. And the difference between the drug dealer who got saved and the one who's still drug dealing is that now he sees a spirit. The difference going to happen when you go in dead places is you're going to go among the homongers. You're going to go among the thieves. You're going to go among the liars because you used to be one. But when you open up your mouth, spirit and life, that thing that calls you to come out, that thing that calls you to walk out, that thing that calls you to be free, is the same thing they're going to see coming from you. Boy, this don't look like it. I need you to jump up real quick and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, don't fake this thing. Uh-huh. Don't fake it. Don't fake it. This thing right here is real. He says... In our image and in our likeness shall he make me to be. Watch this. We're supposed to be fruitful. Watch what he says. So the, the fruit and the first seed blesses them in Genesis 1 and 28. And he says this to them. Be fruitful. Watch this. And multiply. Mm-hmm. and replenish. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something that used to be there is not there anymore. So I'm blessing you to put it back. Okay, ain't nobody caught that, but somebody going to get this in a minute. Something that was there is not there anymore, and I'm blessing you and assigning you to put it back. Okay, let me, let me help somebody. Where holiness was, I'm going to make you put it back. Where worship was, I'm going to make you put it back. Where praise, genuine praise was, I'm going to make you. Y'all, y'all, 
Some of y'all ain't even saying nothing because that is not something that we ought to think that we're supposed to get that and we deserve that. God is honoring you with the fact that I'm giving you the ability to step in an area and change the atmosphere simply because you dared to get in my spirit. Oh, Lord Jesus. Can we be fruitful in our confession today? How many of you detected yourself in 2016 that you were not as fruitful as you should have been? Oh, the whole house should have had their hand up. Did you ever ask yourself the question? Or why you wasn't fruitful? Listen what he told me. He said, Eve, in Genesis, saw the tree that God forbid her not to eat. Watch this. She stopped her expansion. She got away from the vision. Wait, 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 wait. The vision was breathed into her husband. And God took from what he breathed into, took and made her. Watch this. So when they came together, the two was made one in the vision. God, help me. So she knew what God was expecting. How many of us messed up because we knew what God expected, but we did something else? Because, watch this, watch this, watch this, because it was pleasant to the eye. And it was, it was desirable. Wait a minute. I had two things against me. That thing looked good, and it sure can make me dumber than what I was before. It said the tree was good to make one wise. And when you're trying to be wiser than God is when you become stupid. Oh, ain't nobody going to talk to me. I'm trying to move out of this thing. He says... You ought to be fruitful. So what is it has the capability, sis, to make us not fruitful? Mark 4 and 19 says this. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of, or, uh, lust of other things entering in chokes the word and it becomes unfruitful. That means when you were supposed to expand, you cannot expand because you cared more about what was going on in the world than you cared about the vision. You go, oh, ain't nobody going to talk to me in here. The deceitfulness of riches, he's not talking about money and gold. He's talking about some of us want so much wisdom till we really willing to throw away the vision to get wisdom, but he said, I'll take the foolish things that confound the wise. Oh. Tap your neighbor, ask your neighbor, what you worrying about so much till you can't be fruitful in the vision. Let me tell you something, Pastor. In 2017, God is saying to you and Pastor Leslie is that don't get mad with folk who won't move with the vision. He's saying the problem is, is some of them are too caught up with the world and some of them are trying to get their own wisdom till they're not going to follow your vision. So he says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a Gideon move. I'm going to show you the ones who's supposed to be with you and I'm going to separate the folk who, who is not for you. And there's some folk in real life as well as life in the word that's a afraid to go to battle and get on the front line. So God says, I'm going to let you ask them, are you scared? 
If you're scared, you can go home. There's a spiritual boldness coming inside of the church through the pastor that God going to allow him to read your spirit for real. Yeah, going to walk right up on you one morning. You're going to be smiling and cheesing, and the Lord going to speak through the man of God and say, why have you part between two opinions? See, the reason why the reverence and the fear of God has not been in the church is because we have allowed ourselves to get comfortable with being unfruitful. Jesus, he says, our expansion is predicated on keeping the vision. Now watch this. He says, the next thing he says, the cave, the, what is it? The capacity. So, so he made a man to hold the capacity of the vision. Oh, okay, ain't nobody going. The reason why half of you are in real life is, is because he built you for the capacity of the vision. Ain't nobody going to hear what I'm saying. He already know what he put in you to handle what the vision is getting ready to ask you to do. And so now you ain't going to have to worry about trying to get something. What the vision going to do is awaken what's in you. Oh, ain't nobody going to. Let me, let me come down here. I know the, the part on, but let me come down here and talk to some real people in here. Let me talk to some real people. What the vision going to do is, it's the vision going to separate you your fleshly works. It's going to allow you to see in your dark place. Watch this. And if you can live in your dark place, you can cause other people to live in their dark place. Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor, say, stop trying to escape so easy. The light don't need to escape from darkness. Darkness need to escape from light. Oh, ain't, oh, ain't, oh, ain't no, oh. I wish I had somebody in here say, boy, I'm, I'm going to light it up this year. I'm going to light it. I'm going to light it up this year. If you like going to sleep in the dark, you better not be by me because I'm going to light it up, baby. I'm going to make you mad. I'm going to aggravate you. I'm going to turn on the light. You're going to be mad. I'm in the presence. It says your expansion Watch this. In the middle of it. I put you in the middle so I can stretch you to either side. Watch this. John chapter 15 says, ye are the branches. Branches are built to Watch, watch this, watch this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost says, this is the middle. Your building is the middle of where he's going to start. But everybody in, in this, this ministry is a branch that is going to expand from this middle. Yeah. Oh, y'all yeah. ain't going to say that. Yeah. 
Watch this. The root of this middle has to be the vision of God in order for the limbs to grow to and expand to its capacity. Because watch this. You're not, you're going, you can't get the fruit yet until you get and reach the level you need to reach. You got to expand to the places and the regions where God wants you to go. And then once you are settled in the place God wants you to be, then he will allow fruit. Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor, say, what's in my seed? It's about to produce right now. Because see, unless the seed dies, it won't bring forth life. Lord, 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 Lord. Listen, the Lord says, your expansion is predicated on the vision and you making yourself available for the capacity because the capacity watch this the capacity of your ministry 2017 Portia the expansion of your ministry is going to be based on the vision that God has breathed inside of you and the capacity of which you are holding. Watch this, because the Bible says, our gift. So your gift from the vision is supposed to expand. So train whoever you got to because you ain't going to be in the corner too much longer. Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor, you got to be all right with that. Oh, wait a minute, ain't nobody going to talk to me here. Tap your neighbor, say, you got to be all right with that. Because let me tell you something, wherever that branch go, we go. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me here. You got to get comfortable with that God is not going to always have Pastor Leslie and Pastor Paul sitting over here in the corner. And he's preaching right here because the branch got to go further than where it is from the middle. Oh, Hello, and if some of you in here got to expand further than your seat. Oh, Lord, tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, there's no bench warmers in real life. Oh, I wish you would talk to somebody for real. There ain't no bench warmers in real life. Boy, I got skills, baby. I got skills. You want to know what kind of skills I got? Put me in the game, coach. I got some skills in me. You won't know what you have in you until you make a declaration and say, I'm going to get off this bench of do nothing and put my hand to the plow and I'm not going to look back and I'm looking for what God's getting ready to do through me in every step I make in my life. Stretch me, Lord, till I'm uncomfortable. Okay. I'm closing right here, huh? You can get my pad now. I'm closing right here. Stretch me until I'm uncomfortable. Because if I'm comfortable, I ain't right. If I'm comfortable, I'm not right. I don't want to be comfortable in this. I want to be stretched to the capacity because there's a ministry got to come out of me that's going to be pleasing in the outside of God. Listen what Jesus says, the reason why we need to be fruitful is because my father gets glory 
by you bearing much fruit. Watch this. And then you will be my disciples. He woke me up this morning with this. He says, if God going to get the glory and I have to bring or bear much fruit, that I am Jesus' disciple. Jesus said, watch this, in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, he says, all power, y'all better hear all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. What did he say in Genesis? He gave man dominion and to subdue everything in the earth realm. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. So what Jesus did was gave back to humanity what they lost. He gave them control. Look at your neighbor and say, God's getting ready to give you control by the steps you make. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all ain't caught that. He's going to give you it by the steps you make. It's already set up. He just needs you to step there. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He said, I gave this to you. Now watch this. Then he says, I need you to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. I commanded you. And watch this. And yay. Lo, I'll be with you. Watch this. I'll be with you means I'm going to walk with you with this. I'm going, yeah, every stage I'm going to be with you. Because in order for you to be my disciple, you got to bear fruit out of other people. Everywhere Jesus went, Jesus put seed in the ground. Now watch this. He said, you got to be fruitful for this. For this reason that it, it, you got to be aware of the false prophets. You can't tell a false prophet by their fruit if you don't have the right fruit. How are you going to expand with folk who ain't got the capacity you have to expand? Or tell your neighbor, say, it's time to do some disconnection. Oh, ain't nobody talking. Tell your neighbor, say, it's time to disconnect from some folk who can't expand the way I'm going to expand. Go, it's time to let some people go who ain't going where you're going. I know y'all love them. I know they family. I know they brothers. I know they sisters. I know you eat real good at the Red Lobster in the Steakhouse, but they ain't getting you to where God wants you to be, and God's got to be glorified in what you do, and sometimes we got to get to the place where we take the scissors out of our pocket and say, snip, snip, baby. Our relationship is over. I know y'all don't want to hear this. But he said, the glory of God got to come from your life. And for you to be deemed a disciple. He says, watch this. So the vision, the capacity, the territory. Watch this. The capacity of the vision holds everything that the territory needs. Okay, okay, okay. You can't get to the territory and then ask for it. Boy, I wish I was talking to somebody here. You, you can't go into a territory and ask for what you need when you get there. You better already know it's in you to release into the atmosphere where you're going. He says, I am sending you in a place where there is no life and I'm putting the capacity of life in you that you can cause stuff to grow where there's nothing growing.
that you can cause things to come out that was not coming out. Y'all looking at me like something wrong with me. The Bible even says if you read and do history, every time the disciples or God's people, chosen people were going someplace that God deemed for them, he already had it prepared. He says, the land is yours. But watch this. But if you go over there without the capacity of the vision, the enemies that's occupying the space, you won't be able to move. I'm about to tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, he about to close right here. If you're scared and you don't trust the vision, you won't expand too far. The territory is waiting on you because the earth is groaning and travailing. Watch this for the coming of the sons. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Who are you? So there's territories crying that you show up. It is crying, waiting for you to come and bring some life to them. You know why? America has turned to the worst. Because the sons refuse to show up. You know why we cursed? Because we have refused to show up. Second Chronicles lets us know, if my people shall call by my name, Tap your neighbor, say, who you called by? Oh, humble yourself. Pray. Seek. I believe y'all in consecration right now seeking, right? Seek his face. Turn from your wicked ways. Then, then, then I will hear. Wait a minute. You was talking, but you wasn't being heard. Then I'll hear from heaven. Watch this. And I will heal what is sick. America's sick, y'all. Savannah's sick, y'all. When we have homosexuals in the pulpit preaching and we putting clergy robes on them and, oh, ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody going to say nothing. Ain't nobody going to tell the truth, but I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. We've been preaching this stuff for a long time. Now one... Household name, preach it. Now everybody want to get in charge. No, we should have been preaching that. Oh, Lord, y'all ain't saying nothing. The earth is groaning. When we got our president, you know what, you know what the United States was saying? Please, sons. Somebody turn back to God. And so what God said is in all of their places, real life, he's going to expand you. He said, don't go into those dead places looking for life. Go in there taking life. Because he put a vision in you that has the capacity to release territories. I wish y'all really got this. Because when you step into regions and territories... 
Mr. Taylor, when we step into regions and territories, demons gonna pay attention because they gonna, they gonna notice our outward appearance and our behavior and character ain't the same. So legions gonna be waiting for us to show up, but they ain't gonna have no power to stop us. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Listen. Listen. Beloveds. I need y'all to really get this. Three o'clock in the morning, sir. Three o'clock in the morning. God had me up, said, hey. Tell him this is going to be a progressive movement. Don't rush this. Because in me turning you, in me positioning you, he said, I'm going to bring more people out with you than you went in there with. This is the season for real life to gain more of the workers in the vineyard. So he said, make room, brother. Make room for what God's getting ready to, to allow to be released to your house because you have went through the the, the disciplining season. You went through the, the teaching. And now it's time for you to take on what God is going to release to you. I want you to grab your neighbor hand and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, let him stretch you beyond your comfort zone. Oh, come on now. If you're used to praying 30 minutes, you need to stretch yourself to an hour. Y'all not saying nothing to me. If you're used to reading one scripture, you need to put two, two scriptures in there. Expand yourself. When you get the vision from your leaders, expand that vision. Take it as far as you can take it, brother. Because the work is going to be told when you come back. Because you're going to have such an impact that folk gonna start following you to real life. Yeah, I wish I had some people in here believe that that's gonna happen through you. I'm not gonna be preaching them down or beating them, Bible be beating them. I'm just gonna have a vision in me that there's gonna be noticed in my movement and changing God. It's gonna cause them to say, what church you go to? Where you dwell at? And all you have to do is say, come see. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your word today. Father, we understand that, Lord, that an expansion is going to cause us at some time some discomfort. But God, you allowed us to know that even in that, all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to your purpose. It is already designed, Father God, for the expansion and the stretching to not kill us or not harm us, Father God, but it is for our good. And Father God, I'm praying in regards to real life that, Father God, the vision that you have given them for expansion, Father God, that, Lord, that they will stretch beyond their borders. Father God, that they will go beyond their region. And, Father God, that they will reach those people, Father God, the laborers of the harvest that will come in, Father God, and perfect, Father God, what you started with them. And, Father God, that their ministry will be greater in capacity than what it ever was before. I pray, Father God, a fresh anointing upon this ministry. 
Father God, and as they are, Father God, dedicating their lives to you, Father God, give a fresh anointing. Send fresh raimer that, Father God, that it will quicken them to, Father God, do this greater work that you're calling them to. And God, when it's all said and done, Father God, the light will so shine within real life that men should see the good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And God, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Everybody put your hands together, open up your mouths, and give God a